0: Guess who? Kayleigh Chella check in back in with your top stories for today's evening news rundown. <music> High-level talks between the United States and North Korea appeared to hit a snag on Saturday, as Pyongyang said a visit by US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo had been quote-unquote regrettable and accused Washington of making, quote, gangster-like demands to pressure the country into abandoning its nuclear weapons. The statement from the North came just hours after Pompeo wrapped up two days of talks with senior North Korea officials without meeting North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, but with commitments for new discussions on denuclearization and the repatriation of the remains of American soldiers killed during the Korean War. While Pompeo offered a relatively positive assessment of his meetings, North Korea's foreign ministry said in a statement that the U.S. betrayed the spirit of last month's summit between President Trump and Kim by making, quote, "...unilateral and gangster-like demands on CVID, or the complete, verifiable, and irreversible denuclearization of North Korea." It said the outcome of the follow-up talks was very concerning because it has led to a, quote, "...dangerous place that might rattle our willingness for denuclearization that had been firm." There's been growing skepticism in the U.S. over how serious Kim is about giving up his nuclear arsenal. And both sides have said they need clarity on the parameters of an agreement to denuclearize the Korean peninsula that Trump and Kim reached in Singapore. The statement, released by an unnamed spokesman and carried by the North's official Korean Central News Agency, said, quote, We had expected that the U.S. side would offer constructive measures that would help build trust based on the spirit of the leader's summit. We were also thinking about providing reciprocal measures. However, the attitude and stance the United States showed in the first high-level meeting between the countries was no doubt regrettable. Our expectations and hopes were so naive, it could be called foolish. According to the spokesman, the North raised the issue of a possible declaration to formally end the 1950-1953 Korean War, which concluded with an armistice and not a peace treaty, but the United States came up with a variety of conditions and excuses to delay a declaration. The spokesman also downplayed the significance of the United States suspending its military exercises with South Korea, saying the North made a larger concession by blowing up the tunnels at its nuclear test site. In criticizing the talks with Pompeo, however, the North carefully avoided attacking Trump, saying, quote, We wholly maintain our trust toward President Trump, but also that Washington must not allow headwinds against the, quote, wills of the leaders. North Korea said it offered to discuss the closure of a missile engine test site which would, quote-unquote, physically affirm a move to halt the production of intercontinental-range ballistic missiles and setting up working-level discussions for the return of U.S. war remains. In the days following his historic June 12th summit with Kim Jong-un in Singapore, Trump had announced that the return of the remains and the destruction of the missile facility had been completed or were in progress. Pompeo, however, said more talks were needed on both. Firefighters toiled in stifling heat Saturday on the lines of destructive wildfires across the U.S. West, making progress against some blazes while struggling to tame others that have forced evacuations of hundreds of homes. In heat-stricken Southern California, powerful winds that sent an overnight inferno hopscotching through the Santa Barbara County community of Goleta vanished in the morning, allowing firefighters to extinguish smoldering ruins of an estimated 20 structures, including homes. The fire's spread was stopped at about 100 acres or less, and teams were working on an accurate tally of damage in the neighborhood, where some houses were in ruins while homes next door were intact. Elsewhere in Southern California, firefighters increased containment of a central San Diego County fire that rapidly spread over 400 acres, destroyed 18 structures, and damaged 8. And a fire in the San Bernardino National Forest was holding at 1.5 square miles. That fire forced evacuation of about 700 homes in the mountain community of Forest Falls. Fires also burned on the Marine Corps' sprawling Camp Pendleton Base in northern San Diego County. The Southern California fires erupted Friday as strong high pressure over the west spawned an epic heat wave that saw parts of Los Angeles broil in temperatures up to 117 degrees, and there was little relief overnight. The National Weather Service said that temperatures at 8 a.m. were quote-unquote ridiculously over 100 degrees in foothills near Forest Falls and many inland valleys. Forecasters said the region's siege of heat would gradually ease through the weekend, but the unstable air mass unleashed downpours that triggered flash flood warnings for the mountains northeast of Los Angeles. Thousands of anti-violence protesters marched along a Chicago interstate on Saturday, shutting down traffic to draw attention to the gun violence that's claimed hundreds of lives in some of the city's poorest neighborhoods and pressure public officials to do more to stop it. Marchers chanted, stop the killing, and carried signs reading, we need jobs, and other messages. Some stopped to scrawl on the road with chalk, enough is enough, and peace. Toward the front of the march, the Reverend Michael Flager, a Roman Catholic priest on the city's south side who organized the protest, Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson and the Reverend Jesse Jackson, linked arms. After completing the roughly 1.5-mile route, Flager said, quote, the people won today because the people showed up. They saw this many people out here, black and white and brown and young and old, and saying, we're tired of the damn violence in Chicago. We want the governor, the mayor, the elected officials in the community all to come together and say, we want peace now. The march took place along the northbound lanes of Interstate 94, known as the Dan Ryan Expressway, after a roughly hour-long standoff between police and the protesters. The expressway was fully reopened less than 90 minutes later after the protest ended. This has been a report by Kaylee Chella for Anchor. To stay up to date, follow us on Twitter at Anchor. Or you can follow me at Kaylee Chella. That's at C-A-I-L-L-E-Y Cella. Chella out.